0: Welcome to LivealittleHigher.com This week we read Parashah Lech Leha, we walk with our patriarch Abraham Avinu and I always take a little minute before I start the shiur thanking Hashem for all the kindness that he has bestowed upon me and my family. Uh, in the year 2001 my husband woke up on a Wednesday morning in this Parashah Lech Leha, and he said to me, Margie, I need to become Shomer Shabbat. I need to start keeping the Shabbat. And I was like, What? Where did this come from? And he says, I don't know what happened to me. I woke up today and I have this feeling, I have this need that I have to start keeping Shabbat. And um, I said to him, Okay, I'm not ready for this. Um, I don't think i i can do it right now but i'm gonna help you do it and so we helped him he became Shomer Shabbat eh, eh, on this parasha in which Hashem tells Abraham to leave everything behind go to the place that he's gonna show him and uh, he's gonna make him into a great nation and in truth Lech Lecha means to 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 go to yourself to go to your inner self to that true self that you are and that's what he did and uh, with him uh, each one on their own we all came also we all came back to who we are and so i want to thank god that he paved the way he showed us the way through the torah through our patriarchs through incredible teachers that we had uh, to be able to come full circle and live uh, an authentic jewish life and also uh, Live a Little Higher is celebrating its sixth anniversary today, and um, I wanna thank Hashem for that too. So being that said, uh, this week, Lech Lecha, at the end of the parasha, the end of the Sidra, we see that Hashem commands Abraham Avinu to do circumcision, to do his Brit Milah, which is a pact that Hashem a covenant that Hashem did with the Jewish people and uh, he says to him to do the Brit Milah on his son Ishmael and on all the other males in his household God promised that if Abraham was to perform the the Brit Milah then he would achieve a great level of perfection so we see that this is very interesting he was 99 years old Abraham at that time Uh, His son Ishmael, who was the son he had with uh, his concubine Hagar, and this is where all uh, the Islam religion comes, the Muslim religion comes from this Ishmael, he did his, his Brit Milah when he was 13 years old. So Abraham was 99 and Ishmael was actually 13 years old and then the first brit milah that is done on an eight-day-old eight baby was done to Isaac when he was born. So we see that Abraham used to keep every, every mitzvah under the sun, every mitzvah that was given to us at Mount Sinai, he used to keep them before that, uh, not as a commandment from God because they were not commandments, it wasn't, the Torah was not given to us yet, but he did them out of love for Hashem. But this commandment, specifically this commandment Brit Milah, he didn't do it. He didn't do it on his own. He waited till Hashem asked him to do it, and some of the commentaries say that he waited because he kept, he had so much love for God, he kept everything for God because he loved God, he wanted to do something that God wanted him to do. So he waited for Hashem to ask him at 99 years old, imagine you're 99 and they're asking you to do this, uh, the circumcision, and uh, he went and he did it. So the Shem Mishmuel, which is, um, He's a a great rabbi that gives incredible interpretations of the Torah, I had never read this before. He says that that, uh, as a man of intense spiritual desires, always striving to fulfill God's wish, he would have expected Abraham to circumcise himself without further consideration. Instead, there's a very intriguing Midrash, which I had never read before, this Midrash in Tanhuma in Parashabayera, it says Abraham th- had three close friends, he had three close friends, Aner, Eshcol, and Mamre, and when God instructed him to, to do the Brit Milah, to, to perform this uh, this circumcision, he went to them to ask for advice, and asked them, what, what, do they, what do you think, what should I do? And so, very interestingly, uh, we see that Aner asked him whether he wanted to maim himself and risk that the relatives of the kings he had slain would take advantage of him and kill him he says okay you're crazy you're gonna maim yourself you're gonna be weak and you're gonna have all these relatives of these kings who are angry at you because you killed the kings and they're gonna come and they're gonna take advantage and they're gonna kill you. Eshkol remarked that abraham was old and that he might die from the from this operation like okay hello you're 99 you're gonna go through surgery and who knows maybe you get an infection maybe you get who knows what why would you do this to yourself maybe you die and then mamre Advising advised him to go and do the Brit Milah, he, danced, he told him go go ahead, do what Hashem is asking you to do, Hashem has saved you many times before, He has shown that He loves you, why would you not do this thing for Him? And this is a very very strange Midrash, and this is astonishing, why would Abraham ask his friends opinions on this mitzvah, like we never hear that Abraham had friends, like ever, this is a midrash, obviously it's not the humash, uh, and, uh, and it can be questioned if it's, if it's real or not, but the question, what is interesting here is why would he go and ask for an opinion, why would he go and ask for counsel? And so we see another very interesting Midrash, which says in the, in the Midrash says, and Sarah died in Kiryat Arba. And this is in Bereshit. Uh, and we see that she died in Kiryat Arba. That's a, a beautiful city in, in Israel. It's right be, be, before coming to Hebron. And it says, why was this place called Kiryat Arba? And it says, because there were sadikim that lived in this place. They, and, and who are these Sadikim? the Sadikim are Aner, Eshkol, Mamre, and Abraham. so these friends of uh, Abraham were considered Sadikim. He didn't ask just anybody. he asked people who were very holy and we see also from the from from the Midrash that these three friends of Abraham also performed the brit milah when abraham did the brit milah they also did the brit milah so this was a great test for abraham Uh, we know that he went through 10 tests in his life he was always tested from here we learn that life is not a free ride that everybody gets tested and um, and so we see that before answering we need to appreciate the spiritual struggle that abraham encountered after he was commanded to circumcise himself so, who would have thought that he had a struggle? He loved doing things for Hashem. He didn't have a struggle when Hashem asked him to go and, and uh, sacrifice his, his beloved son Yitzhak. Uh, he had alacrity, he went early in the morning, he didn't even think about it. So why was Brit Milah such a struggle? And the Shem Mishmael says that it's well known that Abraham was given 10 tests in which he demonstrated his spiritual greatness. Through each test, we see how he became greater and greater and greater. And it follows that the test must have increased in difficulty. Obviously, if you see when you go to school or you go to college, eh, once you start ascending in your studies, the test become harder. The same way in life. If for you, it's easy. It's such a thing already. You already it's, you're tested. You pass. For you, it's not a big deal. Then the next test will be a little harder. So we see there is no point in testing someone and finding that they pass the test, and then afterwards giving them an easier test. Like you don't give a, in school, you don't give easier test after you give a test. You give more difficult tests. So the mitzvah of Brit Milah must have been a very hard mitzvah for Abraham to accomplish and it must have been harder than all his previous tests his earlier tests including being prepared to sacrifice his life for god when he was a little boy he recognized that there was only one god he smashed all the idols of his father and the king nimrod took him into a fiery furnace and he was saved from that and so but he was willing to give his life for hashem and um and we see that in all these tests that he was tested he was always willing to give his life for for hashem so we have seen that god promised abraham perfection for circumcising himself so one would ask okay circumcision is that perfection like a per- maybe is born perfect and you're Cutting a piece of his of his body is that perfection, and so this would establish a unique link between the God and Abraham forevermore. And Jewish people have been doing this Brit Milah ceremony for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years since Abraham Avino. We don't even question it. You see, a baby is born in a Jewish house, and the parents might not be even any any religious they don't keep any mitzvah and nevertheless the baby is born and they're not even questioning if the baby should have a brit milah or not have a brit milah it doesn't make sense like it's a supra rational um, mitzvah it it is even in the eighth day which eight is uh, infinity is beyond the natural world so we see that uh, that the abraham would be indifferent from everybody else so once he had the brit milah physically he wouldn't be like everybody else anymore and um and not just physically but also very different spiritually very different he would be taken for from ordinary life and launched into a very distinct holy elevated life, it's more his name was changed to Abraham, not Abram, uh, uh, hay was in, given to him, and uh, his whole being changed, it was so more that he could have children with Sarah after his, his birth Mila. So in this lay Abraham's problem and uh, the Shem Ishmael says that his father Rabbi Abraham Bornstein explained that Abraham's whole life was channeled towards developing not just his relationship with God but also helping other people connect to Hashem so his whole reason of existence his whole raison d'etre was to connect people to God Is so so much that the, after the third day of his brit milah he was depressed because he, he nobody came to visit him and Hashem had to send three angels to come and so he could do and do all these mitzvah but we see that he had a love for people he was a loving person he loved people he was a social butterfly and he liked to connect people to God and he could only achieve this if he had some sort of relationship with those people whom he strove to draw near to his way of thinking so he felt that if he was gonna be so up there so elevated then people would not be able to connect to him people would not be able to relate to him people would not be able to say okay i want to be like abraham because like if i want to be like abraham look what i have to do with myself so here is the, the here is the test of the brit milah and abraham was concerned that if he went ahead with the operation he would lose touch with the common man and he would become very different, and he would be so exalted that he would have no hope of reaching out and spreading the light of God to the world, to the initiated. Indeed, the slight traces of the mundane that still remain within Abraham would be expunged through the milah, leaving him bereft of his whole life's purpose. So, people suffer from fear. Fear, fear of change, fear of... of, of, of moving forward why because they're scared to leave the past they're scared that nobody's gonna like me if i do this and this is something that is very prevalent and common today that people stick to their ways because they're scared that if they become better then those people that surround them won't want to be with him them anymore and this is what happens actually to a shova a person that returns to the torah to returns to himself he loses a lot of friends on the way because the old friends can't relate to him they look at him and they say no this guy is just too too up there i can't i can't relate to this person i can't even talk to them anymore because we have nothing in common so abraham had to choose between fulfilling god's word and continuing to spread it and the midrash tells us Abraham said, while I was still uncircumcised, travelers came to me, but now that I'm to be circumcised, are you to say they won't come to me anymore? And for a man on the spiritual level of abraham this was a test of far greater magnitude than any other test he had ever encountered because for him the love of people was what gave him life and to think that people won't want to be close to him anymore devastated him so we can now understand why abraham took advice from his three friends and he needed them to become partners in his uh, action, he needed them to do the bris- bris- la on themselves too, he needed to do it to Ishmael, he needed to do it to all his household, so in that way he wouldn't be so different from the rest of the world, in that way he had a, a group. They were a groupie of people that shared, a sem- uh, 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 shared something in common. So although Aner and Eshkel claimed that Abraham's Mila would be destructive to himself, we saw in another midrash that all three friends actually performed the operation on themselves and they were really saying that in normal life milah has no place someone who circumcises himself to fulfill god's directive will propel himself into a spiritual world which has no relationship with the common man and this did not stop his friends anner and eshkol and uh and uh, and the other one uh, his name is Mamre, it didn't stop them from performing the Brit Mila, as they themselves were prepared to act in a way beyond the natural, but they confirmed Abraham's fears about his future relationship with the rest of humanity. And so we see that Mamre was the only of the three friends that was able to comfort Abraham's fears, to, to tell him, don't worry, don't worry and he recommended to him to do the Brit Milah and, um, and we see that by doing so he was able to preserve some intellectual connection with Abraham's actions enabling humankind to retain, retain some link within within him even the Brit Milah and, um, and this is something very interesting this is like really human psyche we see that our forefathers were not like these angels that are up in heaven they were human they also had fears they also had issues in life they also had things that worried them but we see that nevertheless his love for Hashem was so big that he did what God asked him to do it was such a big test and it changed the whole course of humanity uh breed is something that really is very very uh, distinct of the Jewish man and um, and uh, and it, it really sets sets the person apart, it sets the Jew apart. Uh, that's why the word Hebrew The the Hebrew they used to call him the Hebrew, which means he's from the other side. He's not like everybody else. We're different. We're different, and physically, spiritually, we're different. So we see something beautiful that says that this explanation should help us to understand another difficult midrash in which says that Abraham took Ishmael, his son, and all those males born in his household, and Rabbi Rabbi Abiu said, when Abraham circumcised the males of his household, they made a pile of the foreskins, and the sun shone upon them, and they putrefied. The smell was horrible. It was a very bad smell. And went up to God, just like the incense, the ketoret, the burnt offering, which is totally consumed by the fire. And God said, "When their children sin and perform wicked acts, I will recall the smell for them, and I will be filled with mercy for them, and I will act merciful." So Brit Milah really brings mercy to the Jewish people. Hashem, when He remembers that we have that the male has done this for Him, He is merciful to the Jewish people. He overlooks their sins and he takes care of them. And Rashi explains that one of the hidden meanings of the Ketores, which was the incense that was burnt in the times of the Mishkan and the Bekta Mikdash uh, is that it represents all of the mitzvahs of the Torah and indeed its numerical value is 613 the number of mitzvot in the Torah 248 positive mitzvahs and 365 prohibitions encompassing the whole range of good and bad activities of human life and similarly the, the ketores the included in in the in the spices that were, that were mixed, there's a spice that's called Helbena galbanum. And this spice has a horrible smell. It's horrible. But if the, the mixture of the spices for the ketore this Hel, hel, helbena, galvanum is, is missing. Then this offering is is not uh, it's not uh, valid. It's invalidated. So the all-encompassing nature of the ketores demands the that are all elements of the Jewish people be represented, even the bad ones. And this was the symbolic perso- purpose of the helbena. It's as if the ketores rose above the mundane, taking both the tzaddikim and everyone else down to to the most wicked person into the spiritual domain of God when Abraham performed the Brit Milah on all of his household Ishmael and the others included he brought everyone at every level of spiritual development into a cloud. he lifted everybody up this is what the Brit Milah did it took everybody to a different spiritual level and hence the comparison to the Ketores the incense which was intended to fulfill the same purpose so the incense when it was burnt in the Beit Mikdash the purpose was that all, all Jews were there even the worst of the worst and the best of the best, but nevertheless, they're all together. They all go up together. So I wanna wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.